It's the Brad and Brit cast. We're so happy that you've decided to choose us. You have a lot of other things you can listen to or read or have just poured right into your brain and you picked us. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just before we began the uh, Tuesday edition, which uh, this is for folks who are live with us here and uh, Facebook and Twitter land, wherever you're uh, watching us, uh, the story broke that Mike Pence, Mike Pence came forward and said, uh, me too. Me, the me too movement now has nothing to do with, uh, believing the woman all the time. The me too movement <laughs> is about, yeah, I have, I have, uh, documents that were either top secret or had no business being in my possession in my possession that me too. I, I got them. So it officially extends to, uh, Mike Pence. And by the way, I, uh, I'm scoring it this way. I, I posted this a few minutes ago. We'll see if you're keeping score. Pence now cancels out Biden because both of them clearly weren't trying to hide the documents and they cooperated and they both tell the same story, which is, I had no idea. And, uh, this clearly had something to do with things being put in boxes and packed up. And uh, next thing you know, there, there they are. So Pence cancels out Biden, you know, put a slash mark through both of their names. And what does that leave you? That leaves you with Trump. That's right. Trump right back where he really always was and still should have been, except for the phony false equivalents. Both sides are equally culpable with Biden and Trump, this knocks that out. It just, it, it knocks it out and it leaves Donald Trump all alone right at the top of the list. And uh, I would just guess, and there's no way to know this. I would think that even if they don't even express it inside the justice department, there's a big exhale today. <laughs> there's just <happening. laughs> a big exhale. Because Which, uh, Brit, when I saw that story this morning, it was on media. Dan Abrams, Dan Abrams says now that there's no way that Donald Trump can be prosecuted for the no. <laughs> fuck you, Abrams. That's why you're on News Nation. Jesus <laughs> Christ. By the way, owned by a right wing cabal of assholes who are every bit as bad as Fox. Okay. Well, you, you're not like, you're not going to watch the Chris Cuomo, Bill O'Reilly interview. Come on. I know they all come on. A, I, I get it. You need a job. You need a paycheck, but man. <laughs> okay. So the clip that they've loved to play the last few days, well, there's been two of them. The first one is where Joe Biden was on 60 minutes a few months ago. And it was just adamant that there's just no way, no way you should be messing around with documents like this, never have anything to do with it. Ha, 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 ha. And then they're playing the one from a couple days ago where he says, uh, there's no there there. Well, clearly there is there there. No, he's going to be right. Britt, how many times has Joe Biden made them step on the rake and have it slap him in the face? After they think they got it. <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a, another yeah, sideshow Bob so, thing. Right, right. So now here we go. Uh, this is 
Mike Pence on very, very recently, very, very recently with David Muir of ABC News. Mike Pence, David Muir. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Um, do you see any reason for anyone? No, that's fairly conclusive, isn't it? Leaving the White House. Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area. Yeah, that's that is absolutely right. And the truth is, and I'm sure Mike Pence didn't take document. He didn't stuff them in there and say, put them under a bunch. It, it's the same story. They're telling the same story, Pence and Biden. Am I missing something here? But I don't believe that Mike Pence was selling documents with secrets on them to the Russians, nor do I think that Joe Biden was. But is it possible that Donald Trump might be doing more yeah. than just showing them off to his friends? Yeah, that's yeah. possible. Yeah, that's possible. But I, I just think I find this delightful. And I'm uh, folks who, who listen to us or, or, or watch us, they know, they know that we have never in the last few weeks bailed on Joe Biden. We have never joined the uh, jackal pack of Democrats, including dorks like Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin. Just, just threw the dirt right on, on, on Joe Biden. What the fuck? On Sunday. You would not give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, you if you're a Democrat in elected office right now, and you've been unwilling to give Joe Biden the benefit of the doubt up to, up to this point, you need to reexamine what you're all about. No, I think I think our take was always, "Geez, I wish that wouldn't have happened." God damn it, would have been it was so much better if that wouldn't have happened. But there was no equivalence. That's the what they continue right. to try to painfully claim is equivalence with Biden having one thirtieth of the documents self-reporting. I, Jim Jordan continues to tweet, "Why wasn't there a raid? Why?" Well, when you pull the car over, the cop doesn't have to chase you. As it turns out, they don't have to go through the city streets, go 90 miles an hour, and then do a pit maneuver of you into a building because you fucking pulled over. I'm looking at a tweet from uh, uh, Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo fucking Rivera, who will sell out every hair on his head for an ice cream sundae, says that the Joe Biden thing, the Biden document scandal is, is bullshit. Come on. Come on, people. Now, is he saying that? Right now, or was he saying that even before the the Pence thing? One day ago. Okay, still. so good for him. Good for him. Honest broker. Honest he broker. Is. He's been fired from Fox. <laughs> Although, Brad, we should hold. We now we have to hold out this caveat. Perhaps the FBI planted these documents at Mike Pence's house, just like they did at Mar-a-Lago. No, Brad, <laughs> I think you're being too generous here. Okay, this. this if you're going to go conspiracy theory on this, don't hold back. This could be Donald Trump. Donald Trump spraying illegal documents that shouldn't be anywhere all around to anybody that he perceives as a possible threat to him. Now, Mike Pence really isn't a political threat to Donald Trump. Now, if Mike Pence ever cracks 1% in any poll, that you see but that may not be the point because 
Mike Pence, of course, was the object of uh, Trump's ire, I believe. I have to check the history books. This was a long time ago on January 6, 2021. And if I'm not incorrect about it, I believe that there was a call for Mike Pence to be hung at high noon from a gallows on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. So Mike Pence would qualify for a dirty tricks squad um document plumbers if you will <laughs> well take an old phrase and matching up with a with a new one document plumbers to to destroy mike pence uh in addition to obviously joe biden so the the, the full conspiracy theory from from my point is that this is the work of the donald trump henchman to <laughs> donald trump henchman yeah, who heretofore have been clueless bumblefucks, but they were able to pull this off. Right, right, right. They can't do anything right, but this, this they, they, did this perfectly. they nailed. <laughs> and again, it's because he won't pay anybody. He gets like the the junior varsity uh, idiots to go do stuff for him, and they they continue to fuck it these up. Are, these are apprentice plumbers. Okay. <laughs> these are guys you can't even say what you will about Nixon. At least he paid people, and he paid top dollar. Yeah. One of the continuous threads that you hear being uh, woven through all the stories is, well, it's kind of obvious that uh, we've been overclassifying way too much material. There's yeah. too much of it out there, yeah. and it's just ridiculous, and that just sets up this situation where these kinds of things can happen. And that is probably, surely true. There's no question about that, but that does not. And I don't know about you. When when you move, right? You inventory the shit that you're moving, right? Well, you you try. You, right. you do. Or, yeah. I don't know that. When you move, usually you you start to shrink down the amount of stuff that you're moving to save on moving expenses, or you're downsizing, or the kids have left home and you finally have to move out of your house that's too big that you've been in for twenty. One years, seven months. Hypothetically, five. completely hypothetical. It's a hypothetical situation you're talking right. about. Here. And if the people from Hoarders knock on your door, you'd. <laughs> but um, I, I, the, the real question who doesn't have documents? Yeah, that's the. You know, okay, you ready? Let, let's start now. Does Bill Clinton have some? Does Al Gore? have well, some Kamala yeah. Harris I mean uh, Harris, she already has them and she isn't even an ex-vice president yet she's taking them home yeah George W. Bush Dick Cheney I mean everybody except Everybody's it good. wouldn't matter if all these people did because every one of them you would trust them not to sell out the country if something like that had happened there's only one there's only uh one goat greatest of all time document pilfer in american history i don't even know if benedict arnold was uh passing secrets through written yeah i think he not did. like this it was, yeah. was not his gig I mean, he just used text messages right there was nothing um it's just trump it's only trump who resisted who lied who had lawyers sign documents on his behalf that said you've got all the shit get away from us we don't have anything more 
Oh, but all right. Okay, I have them, but they're mine. Oh, okay, I have them, but I blinked my eyes and declassified them, so leave me alone. Uh, Trump stands alone, and I hope, and I'm probably going to be right, that he is not going to get away with this now. This well. is this is great news. This Now, I'm sure there will be some way to try to uh, minimize Pence to keep Joe Biden still elevated to equality with Trump. On. They'll, they'll try, but it's not going to work because you know what this does? This gives the liberal media a chance to redeem itself here, right? Because they've been they've been falling for this uh, false equivalence. And then at the very end of every story, it's, uh, by the way, there is a difference. Joe Biden <laughs> cooperated and, and Donald Trump. <laughs> right. the, the first 90% of any story draws yeah. uh, an inference it's your hair it's the hair on fire oh my god the president did this and he's the worst and oh my god they were freaking out but yeah you're right and at the very end the caveat but they're really not the same they're really they're, they're not the same and then it's what well, where else are they going to be able to look exactly to find things what about his oh, i think he's got another beach house in rehoboth beach or yeah he's got rehoboth beach and he's got wilmington and those yeah. are the well, two we, Brit, we all do Okay, we all have. <laughs> well, he doesn't remember the the great the great interview with John McCain. The late John McCain was, "How many houses do you have?" And he goes, "I don't know. I I don't know." You, I'll bet you that John McCain <laughs> had documents that he shouldn't have had. He was John McCain. He was on the foreign relations. He was a he was an international. I'll bet, I'll bet he had some. I'll bet Bob Dole had They all had them. Everybody had them. Yeah. But there's only one guy who had them the way Trump had them. That's Trump. That's the difference. This is an interview on Fox News where Lindsey Graham says, if you come to my house, you'll find the Chick-fil-A bags all over the floor, but you're not going to find any classified information. Boy, uh, could could you think of something dumber to say right now? I, I like, I like you, this. You can't, this is, you can't do it. You can't think of anything dumber to say right this now. Is, because this is him telling the Fox News crowd, hey, I'm not gay. I'm Who says I'm gay? I eat Chick-fil-A. Look, I'm eating Chick-fil-A all the time. I couldn't be gay. I mean, that's essentially what he's trying to, he's trying to fly like a fly. I love the, there. I love the sentiment. <laughs> Way to bring that into the story. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like his, his flashing red light. Hey, Fox News crowd, I know some of you think I'm gay. I'm not. I'm totally not. By the way, part of me does hope that these classified documents at Mike Pence's house is world leaders doing gay stuff. And he just read it for his own gratification. That's part. That's just me. That's just me. That, that doesn't have to be anybody else. That's just what I hope is true about this story. Maybe it's information about the P tape. Maybe. I don't know. We could find out. Maybe it is the P tape. <laughs> it could be the P tape. We don't know. No one knows the P tape that couldn't possibly exist. The one that the, <laughs> right, the one that we're we're just mythologizing and it doesn't even doesn't even exist. Oh my! <laughs> this is I. I'm flying on this one. I, I love this. You're just you're just high on this one. I'm, yeah, I, I'm I'm high on this one because it's again it, the, the idea that a that a, a screenwriter would would come up with something like this this back and forth. Um, you know, just when you think you've got it correct, then there's a 180 degree turnaround or, or someone else, uh, is involved in the story. I mean, this really is a, uh, not who done it. It's a, who hit it. 
it's a who took it. <laughs> it's a... If you truly believe, though, that uh, the narrative that Kamala Harris is just a complete nincompoop and she's incompetent and she's just they're just hiding her in the corner. There's there's two narratives. That one that I just said. And the other one is that they put this guy Biden up there as a Trojan horse to get her into the White House. Right. Those are the two. Those are the two overwhelming, stupid ass conservative narratives that are going forth with her. They're both idiotic. Remember, (laughs) I mean, she dropped. Remember, she dropped out. Yeah. In an attempt to run for president, she dropped out before the uh, Iowa caucuses because she knew yeah. it, it wasn't happening. So the idea that there's some movement within democratic circles to quote unquote, install her right. by using uh, Joe Biden, 40 year Senator incumbent vice president. Uh, that, that's, uh, that one's too stupid. But if you if you want to buy into the narrative and some of the by the way, some of the so-called liberal media has bought into the idea. Oh, my God, she's just a disaster. I don't know where they get this. I don't know what story, what thing that she did, but they bought into the. Oh, my God, this has just been terrible. And she's so disappointing. If you get if you buy into that, then they don't they don't even let her look at, at classified documents. They give her Bazooka Joe wrappers and tell her to go in the corner and read those. That's that's essentially what you would believe again about that narrative. So well, she's Brooke, clean. No one has to empty the wastebasket. <laughs> Two words, Addie McDaniel. Addie yeah. McDaniel. <laughs> you see, today they did the Oscar nomination, and she's the first black person and woman to win an Oscar. Along with the wind. <laughs> I said, by the way, the only recommendation I'll make for you on that, and I think it is on HBO Max, maybe not, maybe it's on Showtime, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mwah! Magnificent film. Rip, it really is I, everything they say it is. I can't handle the number of, this is the greatest movie of the 21st century oh, so far. God. You have to see it. This one yeah. changes everything. You know, I got John telling me, you got to watch the uh, the Nazi uh, thing. Hunters, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. At, at some point on Hunters, though, you would hope they would catch and kill all the Nazis. At, at some point, be oh, end of series. We got them all. We're good. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. No, there's these these movies look like like some of these I've actually heard of. There have been years before. I'm like, I don't know what that is. But that whale thing that I've heard of that, and everybody loves Brendan Fraser again. So it's good shit. It's good shit, pal. Yeah. How many so, uh, how many best picture nominations are this year? Fifteen? Are they up to fifteen now? Are they gonna 15. break twenty? It's yeah, it's like twenty. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for them. Doesn't it? I can't wait for them not to mention the slap by mentioning the slap. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait for that. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad that the Mike Pence story occurred before we uh, were able to uh, go to press on on Tuesday that would have been that would have been bad if we wouldn't have been able to hey let's talk uh let, let let's change the the show completely let's go to sports here and talk about Greg Olson Greg Olson yep. great great wide receiver tight end with the Carolina Panthers I think he played for the Bears they got him from the Bears I think right correct yeah he had a great career really great career and uh, two years ago, he started doing uh, color announcing, you know, the second guy in the booth on Fox. It was kind of clear from the very first moment that pretty good. 
And uh, all that's happened is he's gotten better and better and better. And he's part of Fox's number one announcing team with uh, Mr. Burkhart, right? Kevin Burkhart. These are the guys that took over. These are the guys that took over when Buck and uh, when Aikman left to go to ABC to do Monday Night Football. Those two were fired, right? They were just run out of the building. (laughs) They were. They were very much fired. Anyway, have so, you seen the Larry? Have you seen the Larry clip? The Larry King clip where he accuses Seinfeld of being canceled. <laughs> the Seinfeld TV show of being canceled. So you were canceled, right, Larry? <laughs> no, we were. We could have stayed forever. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, anyway, so so Greg Olson uh, will be doing the Super Bowl in two and a half weeks because uh, Fox has it this year, and. Britt, we've worked for some brilliant folks in broadcast management over the years, haven't we? we? We've worked for some of the titans, some of the geniuses, some of the best minds in broadcast history. But I don't think anything comes close to uh, possibly what's about to happen here. The uh, people at Fox Sports who, just upon hearing the possibility that Tom Brady might retire someday, said, oh, He's so popular. Everybody loves Tom Brady. He'll be the best announcer ever. So let's sign Tom Brady to a conditional contract. The condition being all you have to do is stop playing quarterback, retire, and you automatically have the number one job in broadcasting football, NFL football on Fox next to the play-by-play guy. In other words, you will have the position Greg Olson has right now and we'll pay you a sick amount of money 375 million dollars over 10 years a disgusting amount of money right and that's remember that's only based only based on name recognition and who he is there's i don't think tom brady's ever actually broadcast a game no i don't even know if they went through the they didn't want to insult him probably by saying, well, you have to do a couple practice games. That's what they no, usually do with no. these guys. It is, it yeah, is, but yeah. not with Tom Brady. No, He's the greatest of all time. So they've got him signed up. And so if he say retires right now, and so he won't be playing football next year, supposedly he will replace Greg Olson, who I would argue is now the most beloved NFL broadcaster on television right now ahead of everybody else. And he was fantastic the other day, especially in those last few minutes of the game. He was the one. He was the one that quickly identified the fact that uh, uh, if you're going out of bounds, you have to be going forward. If you're moving backwards, the clock continues to run, which – ended up uh, costing the Cowboys yeah. uh, everything. And I'm not sure that I've ever heard that explained that way by anybody ever. Have you? No. No. So Greg Olson did, and he did it without being a dick, okay, without <laughs> being a jerk, okay? Um, he probably knew that from personal experience. I'm just guessing. But it doesn't matter why. He's great. And the idea that he's automatically going to get demoted to either the second tier game of the week is horrible he doesn't deserve that he deserves the spot but if you're paying another guy 37 million dollars a year 
and you've declared you've got the job, now what do you do? You know what you do? You fire the guy that made the deal. Hey, does you, it, you got somebody who's too good right now. What a problem. Does it remind you of the Conan-Leno situation? <laughs> a little bit. We've got a guy in waiting. We have to get rid of you no matter what. So we've got to let this guy in. So I know well, that you're doing very well and people love you. It wasn't like Conan was blowing the doors off with great well, reviews and high ratings. There's another There's there's another side of that as well. Conan had a shitty lean-in at 10 o'clock called Jay Leno. Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't forget that they put Jay Leno on a 10 and the ratings tanked and then the, the your local there, news. Is there in between uh, – 11 o'clock and 11.37. Yeah, well, you're late, by, the, by that, that time, people have tuned away from your late local news because they couldn't stand an hour of fucking Jay Leno jacking off the cars. So, by that time, he, he destroyed Leno. You haven't heard this theory that Jay Leno tanked it at 10 o'clock just so uh, he could take back the slot? Yeah, and, 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 and Trump put the documents at... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Might have a point to that. No, they've got a, they've, they've got a tough time. Uh, and they've got, I mean, but... Greg Olson is the sympathetic character in all of this, for sure. I mean, he can he can play that public sympathy any any old way that he wants to. He becomes a very hot property. I mean, you know, you know, I'd do if I was him. I wonder what kind of contract he has, but uh, he might go to them and say, "If you do this, you must release me," because he could easily easily slide into. Um, the number one position somewhere else. Not that they're going to fire Troy Aikman. No. And not that they're going to get rid of Collinsworth. If they would, though, that'd be great. But, I'd they, love might. To, yeah. but they might. That's right. That is exactly right. And Collinsworth could be like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I've made all the money I need to. I'm just going to stay at home for a while. The, the great part of that, or even if Greg Olson is a gentleman and uh, pulls a Chris Dem and says, all right, I'll take the number two slot for, for a while. I'm sorry. Did I say, I didn't mean that. I did <laughs> That after the number one guy gets, all right. <laughs> that's inside inside baseball. Isn't uh, it? it is inside. Your your bitterness is disgusting. Great, but of course you I mean. Uh... But, if it, but if he's if he plays the gentleman card and says, uh, "I will take the 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 pressure on Fox and for Tom Brady to not be the dick that apparently he was." Was it yesterday? He uh, went berserk on. Something. Oh yeah, he was going to retire or not? Couldn't keep his mouth shut. Went fuck, 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 fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, right? Everybody says they know what I want to do. Nobody fucking just get off my ass, God damn it! And of course, the people, the guys at Fox Sports are like, just one more year. Just go, ahead, just stay one. You do one more year. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be great. You know what? Every year that Greg Olson is on television makes yeah. it look worse. Yeah, that they're going to pitch him. Because yeah. he's he's really good and and doesn't display the uh, the Tony Romo. I know everything about every play before it's happened, and I'm going to let you know it because I'm damn Tony Romo. It's uh, going to be disgusting when when Brady does get that job. Then the first time that the broadcast crew goes to New England for a game, and it's like, oh my God, he's shaking hands with this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, stop! Just stop! You look at me, Louis. It's going to be a, an honest broker, Brady. God Almighty. But they're they're just hoping, begging, praying that Tom Brady comes back for another year and he's your quarterback at Las Vegas or back to Tampa or somewhere. That just that just delays the inevitable. It does. It really it does. Just kicking a can right down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, 
Uh, I wouldn't do that if I was Tom Brady because, you know, with inflation raging as it is, every year that he waits, that $37.5 million is worth less and less and oh, less. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's just – it's just. I would take it as a lump sum if I was him. If he could just take it as a lump sum, yeah. then you should do that. Well, maybe their only way out would be to say to Tom Brady, look, we made a mistake. Uh, Greg Olson – is our number one guy, and here's X number of dollars to uh, go away. And then Tom Brady will say, yeah, all $337 million, I'll be happy to not do those those games. <laughs> Again, you, know you can do a no-compete clause on me, too. That's I right. No I don't forever. care whether they become illegal or not. I promise not to compete for 10 years if you pay me for not working. But then you get back to George Costanza. You mean, but if I stay, I get the whole amount. <laughs> No, if you leave now, we'll give you this. No, but if I stay, I get all of it. Yeah. So what do you like this weekend? We have the the Bengals as a one-and-a-half-point uh, road favorite, Brad, at Kansas City. I think they've beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. Who do you like? Uh, I, I guess you have to like Cincinnati just because you can't be 100% sure that uh, Mahonis is 100%. I couldn't and, and, tell him. And, you know, he's he's great, and he, he won that game with uh, pure courage, and, you know, we've seen that over the years out of very few players, but sometimes they're able to summon the, the strength to overcome an obvious injury where they're limping around. But you can't count on that uh, a couple weeks in a row, and you can't count on that from the beginning of a game because uh, the Bengals will pound on that vulnerability and they're pretty good so i'll i'll take uh i'll take cincinnati and give kansas city one and a half points. i couldn't even tell you the last time that the kansas city chiefs were a a an underdog at home in the playoffs it would have had to have been the 90s for sure if that was if that's even ever happened uh and you got philly favored by two and a half points over the niners i do i would take the points on that i think san francisco is the better team mm-hmm. i don't know i don't have much of a i don't have much of a uh, feeling on that one but uh the Bengals, yeah yeah it's it's the Bengals. you know some people think they have their number the Bengals have the chief's number brad <laughs> uh, well, I, see i don't understand that phrase or can you explain <laughs> that to me i i can't it's it's too it's too technical there's no way i could ever get there all right uh here's a couple other things i wrote down greensboro north carolina the heinz ketchup of cities oh wow well, I like that. That's, that sounds positive. I like Heinz ketchup. Well, if you remember, I was probably about, what, 30 years ago. They had a, an ad campaign, Slow and Steady, the slowest ketchup in the West. Yes. And they, they, yes. they have a bottle of, of Heinz ketchup and any other brand, Hunts or, or whatever. They turn them both upside down, and the Heinz ketchup would come out so slow. Thicker and richer. Thicker and richer had had better quality tomatoes. That they used the uh, the hit anticipation by Carly Simon. Exactly, Exa- very good, Casey. Very good. <laughs> Along with the story, so uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, the Heinz ketchup of cities, has taken seventy five years seventy five years from the moment it was first proposed to build an outer belt around the city. That's right. Uh, uh, now they didn't start laying concrete 75 years ago that was only about what about 15 20 years ago yeah something but, like that but but the point is 
Somebody thought of this in 1948. 1948. I think it was some city engineer. His last name was Painter, so they called it Painter Boulevard. Yeah. And it it isn't called that anymore because Painter has been dead so long <laughs> they decided to, to just diss him. I don't know. Call it that, Mr. Painter. Um, and they they finished the last part of it the other day and had their little little ceremony. Yeah, the Golden Spike. Um, it's it's 49 miles around. It costs a billion and a half dollars, all said and done. Something of that. It, pretty amazing, though. Pretty amazing. And and when I driven long distances, and you've done this, and you look around, you look on the high. How the fuck did they ever build all this shit? I don't how know. did how did the interstate highway system get get built? And then when you see the fact that. It took them 75 years just to build 49 yeah. Brown Greensburg. Wow. It's even more amazing. It's even I, more amazing. I used to hear about this like 15 years ago, and they would say, well, this thing over here, they just point to us, and they go, well, that's going to be the loop. And I'm like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even visualize it. You know? I was like, how the fuck is that going to work? You know, I mean, 1948, that's the year my parents got married. Oh, wow. That was the last year the Cleveland Indians won a World Series. How about that? I mean, that's a long, long time ago. But you know what? Now it's done. Now it's there. And uh, we can you know, move on to, to uh, other things like making sure there's a biscuit bill on every corner. If you, if you, and if you're driving from Durham to go do a drive-by in Winston-Salem, God, that city loves drive-bys. You don't even have to go through Green. You, just, you can just bypass it. You can go all the way around it. You don't even have to go through it if you don't even like it. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Although you can go through it and get completely fucked up by the signage, which is incomprehensible. It is, and there's also... You will end up in Charlotte, even if you had no intention of going. There's an area called Death Valley, which is as dangerous as any stretch of interstate in North Carolina, which sucks ass, so good luck with everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What else? Oh, uh, Trump bails on another lawsuit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Donald Trump is out in trying to sue the uh, Attorney General of New York, Letitia James. He wanted a quick uh, 200 and, uh, well, the, the lawsuit against him is $250 million, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and the company. So he went and sued the Attorney General of New York for, of course, you know, disrespecting Trump. And of course, <laughs> He's he's uh, suddenly decided now. Uh, probably not a good idea. And the number of lawsuits that Donald Trump has ever actually won, I'm not quite sure. And I think the number is he's been involved in about four thousand of them over the years, which seems impossible, but I guess it's true. I don't think he's ever actually won a lawsuit. You know, his well, game. No, wait, his didn't game they win? You, right, is to, to intimidate you to just. Uh, yeah, default, but didn't they they won something against that porn chick, Sonny, whatever her name was. Oh, think, oh yeah. Yeah, they won something against her. Um, but and they also the only other thing was when they did the, all of those challenges, they won like one thing in Pennsylvania, but it was not material to the results of the election mm-hmm. back in twenty twenty. But yeah, their their track record is minuscule. It's it's really bad. Not only that, but they not only end up losing, but their uh, attorneys end up getting sanctioned and in some cases brought up for, like, <laughs> d- getting disbarred. 
which you think you can only hope that's going to happen to this Christina Bob person. You hope that she's going to be the one that eventually just has to turn in your license. Do not pass go. Do not ever try to even walk into another law school in America. You are so bad. Forget it. Hmm. Right. That is my hope. Oh, dude, the guy who's – I have to tell you this because I did the research on this. The guy that's taking over uh, as chief of staff for Biden. Yeah. I think his name is Dave Zintz, Z-I-N-T-S, I believe is the guy's name, and he's been around for a while. He's a multimillionaire. Yeah. He worked for Obama. I have to give credit where credit's due. Summa cum laude graduate of – Duke? Duke University. Ooh. He has a BA in political science. So Ooh. there's – there's you can, you can take one – Little piece off of the Duke uh, conspiracy uh, against America, right there. That guy turns out to be one of the good ones. Didn't you? Didn't you love the story? Again, that was right wing media. Like, oh my God, he's falling apart. This Ron Klain guy is just walking away. Oh my God, he. Everybody's turning away from Biden. They had a replacement within six seconds. <laughs> the guy lasted longer than any other like chief of staff in the first term of any president ever. It's like it's like doesn't matter, number. Brit. It does not matter, does it? They, the, Brit, Brit it, there's a narrative, and you're <laughs> you're arguing against the narrative with facts. We don't want that. <laughs> he Stop. he keeps kicking their ass with this with this underestimation and this stuff. It, it kills me. Like they keep uh, trying to to portray Joe Biden. But I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Donald Trump yeah. had. Only one fantastic chief of staff all four years, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they happened. Loyal to him. That's what happened. They never. Okay, remember his first chief of staff wasn't it that Rince Pribus, and he lasted what about six weeks? Yeah, and then wasn't he got he the first chief of staff before Kelly came in. And then Kelly. If it wasn't for Kelly, you know, we'd probably all be dust right now because you know the, uh, Trump was ready to start a nuclear war. Yeah, Kim Jong Un, and said, well, we can blame it on someone else. They'll, they'll never know it was us. Well, and, and then Kelly got run out on a rail. He lasted like maybe a year. I, I think maybe less than a year. And then it was Mulvaney. Didn't Mulvaney come next? And then wasn't it? Problem. If you can't even remember <laughs> how many and who, then then you've got to – and then Mulvaney and then Mark Meadows. Is that, is Me that Meadows, it? yeah. Meadows who barely adjoy, uh, you know avoided jail time and may still at some point end up in jail. Yeah, yeah. But compared to Ron Klain, that was an all-star team, Britt. Oh, that we got a... it right. We got it right. Rince Priebus lasted how long? From, from January 20th of 2017 to July the 31st. Oh, so six good, months. Good six months. Yeah. There's <laughs> Now, I, I shortchanged General Kelly, and I apologize. July of, uh, 31st of 2017 to January the 2nd of 2019. So a solid year and a half. Here's Mulvaney comes in on January the 2nd of 2019, and he was only acting. So he's out of there March 31st of 2020. Oh, so Martin, wait, because he was only acting, that was at the point where Trump didn't want anybody in any kind of real position in his administration because his thought always was, whether it was a cabinet secretary or even a chief, of, it's easier to just tell them to you know, leave the room and get out because you're not real anyway. You don't right. really have the job. Remember that part of it? Yeah. I do. And it was one year and 89 days for the acting chief. And then that's where Mark Meadows comes on. He lasts for 295 days well, and almost oversees like people getting murdered in the Capitol. Right. But how pathetic is that? 
the second to last guy who was Mulvaney was never really the chief of staff. He was quote acting chief of staff. Correct. I'm, I'm sure that that just sent shivers up the spine of everyone that he had to do have contact with. Hey, this is your acting chief of staff. I need you here in the office in 10 minutes. Hey, fuck you. I'm eating lunch. Right. But anyway, that tenure was longer. Yeah. Right. Then Meadows who did cleanup duty. So Trump had that period where he was already feeling so constrained and he couldn't find anybody who was a big enough suck up to give the permanent gig to Mulvaney was a temporary suck up and a suck up. He was, um, but not with the official position. And then Meadows came in and just completely told Trump everything he wanted to hear. Yeah. And then tried desperately to get him to do something about people at each other's throats in the Capitol for several hours. Yes. Yeah. Mark Meadows. Thank God. Mark Meadows saved us. Didn't he? He did. Yes. He was that guy. Wait, wait, Britt, I swear to God, if we live long enough, that's, what's going to be the the stories that are going to be told. They're going to turn everything around. They're going to turn, try to turn everything upside down. Let's put it this way. If you are thinking of moving to, or if you already live in the state of Florida, and you have children, and you're going to be sending them to public schools, or they already are in public schools, or if you're a young married and you're moving to Florida, you think, oh, I'm going to have kids in a few years, they'll go to public school in Florida. By then, the Ron DeSantis-approved history of January 6, 2021, will probably be that complete inverse. It'll be the Modern version of calling the Civil War the War of Northern Aggression, <laughs> which I believe you were probably told things like that in public school here in the South. <laughs> the uh, This century, I think there have been three other human beings who had a longer tenure as chief of staff than uh, Ron Klain. Yeah, it's a, just well, by the way, it's, it's a it's a grind. At, uh, it's a grinded out job, you know. Apparently, Ron Klain was highly thought of from minute one to the last minute that he knew what the hell he was doing. He'd known Joe Biden since he was 28 years old. That's when he first went to to work for him. And he was able to be the guy to walk into Biden's office and tell him you're full of shit. That's wrong. Which <laughs> is what you, need. Yeah. you need that in a chief of staff. And. Uh, I think it's fair to say that the only person who came even close to that was General Kelly with Trump. And finally, Kelly just couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take the idiocy. He just blew up. He couldn't handle it. For his own mental health, he had to leave because you could only sit there and talk to a a pillar of salt for so long and you know, the salt learns nothing and you get nothing out of it. And the salt does what it wants to do anyway. I'm just reading about this. And I told you, I re- revealed some news you weren't aware of yesterday that, about the fake videos of people shaking uncontrollably, allegedly after getting the, the COVID vaccine. Yeah. The latest, and I'm very serious about this. There are people who are perpetrating this. I wouldn't be surprised if Greg Hunter, uh, our old buddy, is one of the guys that's going to perpetuate this lie. They are saying, there are people on the right who are saying that they uh, that Buffalo Bills are covering up the death of Demar Hamlin. He's because, dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that, was that a body double at the game? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why you couldn't get a good shot of him. Oh, with all the snow. Yeah. They wouldn't show him clearly. The, the weather was perfectly clear, and they, they produced a fake snow motif. <laughs> now, so when they showed DeMar that you couldn't now, tell it, it was a body double. Oh, man, this is great. Is that is it the Jews that can control the weather and make it snow that hard so that they wouldn't be able to see? Because I can't I can't remember I can't get my conspiracy theories straight on this. Uh, in Buffalo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know Jews from Buffalo. I do so the, the Jews get their weather making machines. They're like, we can't let them see, and then they just have this shadowy figure up in the box going, ah, ah. <laughs> and it means the Buffalo Bills are covering this up because, of course, Demar Hamlin got the vaccine and he died suddenly as a healthy world-class athlete and they don't want you to know that this vaccine is killing people i haven't heard anybody say that david crosby died from the vaccine have you <laughs> no and and the weird thing is he was in perfect health otherwise oh no no yeah there, there was no comorbidities at all was a picture of yeah that whole guy's entire life just ate granola and a, that's it just a, organic snacks uh the the weird one is diamond i the, i can't figure out because I, I think her sister was putting forth that maybe she died, but I also thought she was a big vaccine denier, and there's no way she would ever put now, that in her body. As I'm sure you know, the, the uh, official cause of death was determined to be heart failure. Yes, caused by the vaccine. No, just fuck you. It's heart failure. God damn you. You're impossible. 